0: Get ready. It's time. Christina, Catherine, Lisa, Amy, and Lauren. Welcome to the Cimarelli Podcast. Hey, I'm Christina. I'm Catherine. I'm Amy. I'm Lauren. And, and we're Cimarelli. Cimarelli. Welcome back to the Cimarelli Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Green Chef, our king. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating clean with recipes that help support your wellness goals without skimming on flavor. Get 60% off plus free shipping with code 60Cimarelli at greenchef.com slash 60Cimarelli. Today, welcome back to episode- oh, I forgot to check with my sources. Nine one 179. Wow. Feeling wow. somewhat fine. We're almost at 200. Um, Back wow. to 179. Today, well, this is a topic that Lauren wanted to talk about <laughs> because she feels she has wisdom to share. And today we're talking about our <laughs> mental health issues and how we deal with them. And I don't know why I'm laughing about this because it's not funny. It's a coping mechanism. We it's okay.
1: Love to, Everyone well, does it.
2: Most of us, I feel like you don't do this as much. Make a bunch of jokes and talk about mental health stuff. I yeah. yes. you don't do that as what? much. I love I to. Am, well, I've definitely sent some like, very depressed. like um,
3: blatant <laughs> But blatantly dry, but like dark videos, which I will point out one to <laughs> Wait, you later. what? About mental health. <laughs> what I think of yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, some memes. Bro, like you your mother's
0: side is this and your father's side is this. Oh. That. I sent you guys video because oh, I yeah. thought it
3: was funny. Oh, but anyway. okay.
0: I do my best material while crying. <clears throat> so, okay. <laughs> That's yeah. just life. That's the genre
2: that we are is um talking about yes. mental health stuff while joking about it.
0: Yeah. Also, sometimes that's, we
3: Also, don't. there is a connection no, between yeah. comedians. Both. I just read about this recently. Comedians and having like depression and mental health struggles, which I think kind of goes hand in hand with coping with mental health with
1: comedy. Mm.
2: Yeah. yeah I get the comedy part? <laughs> you are so funny. You love a comedy.
1: But it's like not on purpose though, so yeah. Whatever, okay. You're still anyway. funny though. You are funny though. Your
3: comedic brand <laughs> is imitating everything <laughs> people say. <laughs>
2: not comedy okay so <laughs> no it talk. is how to go bathroom <laughs> <laughs> this i never get to laugh when i imitate things it's just you more know, of a no you know, sometimes i, I laugh I <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it depends on what it
0: is i know that i've laughed at you many times in my life
2: so okay so let's start <laughs> with our highs and lows of the week oh gosh let's see my low <sighs> I'm like, should I say the same low that I've said a hundred times? Yes or no? It's the spirit moves. It's oh, real. my high is that Tristan is switched to one nap a day, Ooh. and she and Baird are almost on the same schedule, Ooh. and it's so cool and yeah. convenient. Yeah, yeah and
0: and it actually, it. really
2: is. Yeah, you just well, yeah her on One nap, you actually get time to yourself. That's great for the first time in like a year. I haven't experienced a weekend yet of it, so that's what I'm gonna have. Wait, this is week. that like oh. having So nice.
3: No, having twins, they're on the same schedule. Yeah, they're on the same schedule. Yeah. So you're going to the twins yeah, schedule. So That's exciting.
2: Nice. So it is amazing. I'm really excited for that. My low is that I am trying to think. I've just been, it's just such so boring low. My low is I'm tired, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> My most annoying regular low. Because Nick had this like huge project that he had to um, finish up. It has this deadline. So he was just like, crazy working way too much and i was just like mm. dying so i'm just recovering from that so hopefully next week i'll have more energy mm. but yeah mm. my low is i'm tired blah 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 whatever okay next mm. it's such a boring low do you, you ever like take naps you. no i wish i Raccoon. was gonna say oh, huh. i can't
3: nap either Oh, I love naps. I was, was going to say, times, you could take a nap while your kids sleep. The few times I've ever
2: napped, I woke up and I was like, I feel worse. But how long did you nap
3: for?
0: I feel like I don't you have to cap it.
3: I always had an alarm. You have to cap it at 20 minutes or else you no. get-
0: No.
1: What? <laughs> that's not even a nap. Yes, it is. There, that's no, like I, I close my I
3: eyes. Mind. You know how many times I've Googled this? The scientific research shows that it's like, uh, you have to be under 30 or you get sleep inertia. I, ah, and I, I am not. sleep
1: inertia, apparently. No, no, no,
3: let me tell you, I do this nap all the time. 20 minutes, It's or actually usually 25, because you don't fall asleep right away.
1: How do you know you're going to fall no, asleep? No, if I do that, I wake up after 20 minutes, I'm going right back to sleep. Sometimes I do want to go right back to sleep, but a
3: lot of the time I feel very refreshed. So I do that. Oh,
2: I can't do that, so it oh, sucks. God. I don't know why. I can't nap, it's just a problem. No, I feel like I it is such a thing. Some bad. people just
0: can't. Whatever. I literally feel that. Even when I'm sick, I stay up the whole day. No napping.
2: But I have the gift of being a morning person, so I'll just take that gift. Yeah, same. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll live that. Same. with that gift For every real. day. Is that
0: why we both can't nap? Probably. Oh, probably. So you wake up early and go to bed early-ish. You go mm-hmm. way better earlier than me, but still.
2: Could be. I'll take that
3: gift. Maybe.
2: All right, <clears throat> you people.
3: Um, My <laughs> low was this morning. Mm. I don't know, I just had a really hard morning. It was just, it was kind of intense. I had a conversation with my husband that it's just, not anything that he said, it was just a tough conversation mm-hmm. and it was just very triggering and hard oh. and I was sad. Mm-hmm. So this actually, this episode is perfect for today. Cause I'm like, ooh, this is me right now. What mm-hmm. what do I say to myself in this moment? I, feel that. Um, this I don't really know, right no, I'm trying to think of my high. Um, I did make a new recipe that I was very excited about because it was oh, so easy. Love it. And I think I'm gonna put it in my regular oh, I saw rotation. That. Oh, it looked so good. Oh, no, no, no. That one already went in. It was a different one. Oops. Oh, I it, I didn't post about it because it was kind of ugly. <laughs> it oh, was really yikes. good. Yikes. It was a black bean and chicken enchilada casserole. Oh. And it was so Ooh, easy. that. I sent it to you, but you didn't respond. Um, Like Uh, two
2: days ago, I said, I think you would like this recipe. I haven't seen a darn thing. Because it has Greek yogurt in it. And she loves Greek yogurt. Oh, oh, I saw the word Greek yogurt in the text. I don't think I've even opened it yet. (laughs) Okay, so and I was like, I gotta save it's this. Really it's gotta be good. If ones. you like
3: enchiladas, it's like Wait, I so always good. wanted an enchilada okay, recipe. Okay, if there's Greek yogurt, it to you, it's I'll really make good. good. Yeah, I uh, just top it, Does with it some have a not very many uh, ingredients? Yeah, it's so easy. It's oh, I love t- that. It's so easy. So anyway, I love that. I just feel like I've won the lottery when I find an easy recipe Amen. that I know I'm going to
1: be using over and over. Amen to that. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Um, my high was I had a good walk the other day, and oh. I was just mm-hmm. like loving. Wow. Like you know when you just have that one walk that really just turns your mind around. Yes. yes. And it's like you didn't like you didn't realize it was gonna happen. No. And it just came to mm. you and you're oh, like Yes wow. You're yes. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. I know exactly um, what you're referring mm. to. My low was, you know, some mental health struggles that we'll your talk about was later. Yeah, my mental health was skyrocketing <laughs> as they say. It's which we
2: will be discussing <laughs> later. So yes. everyone's like what when we say like an inside joke? I and mean, yeah, we have to like explain every inside
1: joke. Oh though. that's kind of me making fun of people, sorry, who say mental health instead of like mental health issues. Like yeah. people it's like mental health is skyrocketing, but they mean like mental health issues. issues and it's just not. funny to me when yeah, they say they say I have mental health.
2: And they mean <laughs> mental health issues. I've seen people
1: say that.
0: Oh, honey. Yeah, it's just funny to me. it happens. Okay. You. Um, I was like, "What did I do with my life?" I went to the pool. Oh, you went, went. to the pool you every went day. To the pool. I went for six hours one day, Ugh. and it was amazing. What did you do for six? Hours? I laid there
2: for, for six, six hours. You laid. Wow. There? Wow. I read a
0: teen novel. Went on the old phone. Someone left a floaty, so I. Swim around on the floaty for a while. You, talk to you, someone else's friend absolutely. on the phone.
2: That their butt was on. <laughs> <laughs> you went well, It was on.
0: like a donut one. So their butt was in the middle. Okay. <laughs> it was the middle. I don't Her know. armpits well, were on. It was okay. fun. You're telling me you don't shower after all the gross things are in the pool? Because I do what Mm -hmm. you shower so it doesn't doesn't matter matter. also she
3: was technically floating in a vat of bleach so yeah so
0: it's like whatever It's probably I talked to a a friend on the phone for a while like it was just really fun and I was really pushing myself to see how long I could do it why? I took a break to get some food and refill my water you. for like ten it. minutes. Set a record. Yes, I tried. <laughs> I needed to outpool all the other people. Wow! <laughs> just Perfect timing. As summer I wanted comes to, to the see. Fun. I wanted to see how long I could stay at the pool because I knew I could stay there for years. And I'm like, I literally can. It's so fun. Wow! I feel like my
2: record is two hours. I just. I,
0: well, I, I sit yeah. in the shade and I just lay there. I don't love the pool. Oh, I love it. I'm gonna be real. I love mm. it. Just because it's better sitting in the shade because it's not as hot, mm. and you just like get to lay okay. in the heat and be I feel like. like a most pools
3: don't really have much shade.
0: Yeah, there's so. a perfect awning that's like amazing. Okay, I mean you're just sitting outside. And it was girls' the... day for a while. It yeah, was fun. Love it. Wait, when you guys hear people like talking so loud in the pool, do you eavesdrop on them? Because I definitely do. Yeah, if it's interesting. They're yeah, cr- but like, that's
1: you, Amy. You're the person people are eavesdropping <laughs> yeah! on. Yeah, and I what? apologize
0: for that one. It means like asking for a friend. <laughs> no, <laughs> these girls were at the pool and they were just you know having fun, and I was listening because I wanted to. Know. Well, yeah, <laughs> talking I'm so I talking so loud. You. How you
1: not hear? <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I eavesdropped on this.
2: I eavesdropped on this conversation a couple months ago at the pool. That was disheartening.
1: because oh. it was
2: these teen girls, and they were being so mean. <gasps> they were like talking about their friend or maybe they're not, <gasps> she's not their friend, I don't know. But they were like, oh God. my gosh, did you see she did this? It was, Or she was wearing that? Or did you see she did her hair oh, like that? No, it was no, so no, ugly and I was like, no, stop oh, that, stop. God. So
3: that, that is really
2: such depressing. a like,
3: I don't know, I, that just, yeah. Wow. They
2: might've been like <laughs> mid, they might've been like eighth graders.
3: I was gonna say, I feel like that's if you like it such, so sad. it's sad, but that's such a projection of like your own, their own insecurities of like, you don't say that about someone unless you're feeling like deeply,
2: deeply insecure yeah. in yourself. It's and I really mean, sad. which is very
3: normal for teens. It's really sad, but
2: yeah. It's hard to be a teen this day mm-hmm. and age.
0: Anyway, so that was my mm-hmm. eavesdropping. is the Yeah, it's hard. Um, Yeah, and then my little just, you know, generalized anxiety, the vibe, you know. Wow,
2: we are all ready for this episode today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it. Okay, so. We're gonna jump into our main topic, but first I have to remind you, if you wanna watch all of our episodes, because we don't post all the full ones online, you need to join our Patreon, patreon.com slash Cimarelli. It is an amazing way to support us, first of all, but also we have so much good content there. Every Monday, we each one of us does a Q&A with you guys, with you patrons, And you guys get to ask us whatever questions. You guys always ask really good questions, too. And we have a bunch of, like, extra content we filmed before, like, different series, like, things we don't talk about, stuff like that. We have all these cool series and, like, these really weird videos Lisa used to do for Wacky Wednesday that are quite wild. We've rewatched some... In recent days, and <laughs> oh I was gosh. shook like the maggots in the trash. One that wasn't even oh, her. That was just, oh my gosh! Oh my
1: gosh, that was that was wild. I didn't realize
2: we filmed that. What a lie! One of my worst days, caught on camera. But anyway, um, join Patreon.com/simirelli. You're supporting us and the podcast, and you get all the full episodes. And it's a really positive, awesome community. So check that out. It's linked in the description. Thank you so much to our patrons. You guys are the best you keep this podcast going. So thank you. Keep you keep us we love young. It. You keep us young. <laughs> you keep us young. All right, so let's jump in. I feel like this actually, the theme is kind of like, um, the art of cultivating resilience. Yes. Because yes. this is- It's like coping. I get knocked down. But I, I, I up get again. Down. You're never, never gonna keep me- Down. Going I, back? That's what this is. Because life, it just- Kicks you down. Then the economy just kicks you down. Yeah. Maybe your mom, not my mom. Maybe your mom Mm -hmm. knocks you down. I don't
0: know what it is. Maybe your your friends make fun of you at the pool. Maybe Mm. your health.
2: Maybe your boss. Maybe your pregnancy. Maybe your postpartum. Maybe your whatever the heck. Uh, Just knocks you
0: down over
2: and over and over. That's the consistent thing in life is that Mm -hmm. it's going to keep kicking. Mm -hmm. It doesn't stop kicking. Never, but you have to cultivate the skill of resilience.
0: Yes, it's true. It's just like a a baby learning how
2: to walk. Tristan's learning how to walk right now, and it's like you know they just keep falling. Like she has hit her head so many times, like just falling back and just smacked her head. But they just keep getting up. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn how to. And soon enough, she's going to have strong enough legs to actually just walk. But she has to just keep standing up. She keeps standing up. So that's what we're talking about today the times we've been knocked down and how how we developed those skills of actually getting up because the the hardest part of getting up is like your mind mm-hmm. telling you all the reasons why you can't or shouldn't or it's not going to work. You're completely incapable. Yeah. Um, who do you think you are for even trying or why would you even try when you definitely can't? Mm-hmm. All those kind of things that your mind will tell you that'll trick you and keep you down in your... Whatever you would like to identify with. Ditch, toilet. Like yes. I say, I'm doggy padding in paddling in the toilet, or it's like laying in the ditch,
0: mm, or what, yeah. would you, what would you say? You careened yourself? off the side of the road and went down in like a dark cave. Mm, mm. A cave. Mm. Yeah, just a heaviness. Isolated
1: I really somewhere. identify with drowning.
2: So you're just like isolated in the cave. I'm like drowning. Sometimes in the toilet,
0: sometimes okay. drowning. Drowning
1: I do identify with sometimes. I identify mm. with
0: like being trapped in a dark forest and you're like, ah. Gosh. And you like don't know how to get out, but you like find yourself in there. What about you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel your- like mine is more like I'm wearing
3: these glasses that I are like <laughs> stuck to my <laughs> head. That have this really foggy, blurry Ooh. and I'm like, I can't see. Yeah. And I know that it's not like real, but I still can't see.
2: Yeah. And I
3: can't see anything good. And it's just kind of like just this dark filter over my mm. eyes.
2: I think it's like your mind has convinced you. Yeah, your mind has convinced you that you've let you've looked at all the options basically. It's mm-hmm. like, well, we've scanned through every option available on this planet mm-hmm. and we've done it all. And mm. There's no way out. I'm telling you, it's hopeless. There's nothing you can do. You're not strong enough. Blah, 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 blah. It really is a mind game because I feel like I'll find myself, I don't know if you relate to this, tell me, I'll find myself, or tell me what you find yourself doing. I find myself waiting for someone to save me a lot of times. I'm like, well, someone needs to do something. Mm, and yeah. it ain't me. I'm like, someone needs to change something around here. Like, I can't, I did everything. Mm. Like, someone needs to save me from this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like change my circumstances or something. I don't mean like God saving me. That's kind of a, or I do, but I also don't. Does that make sense? Mm. It's like yeah. I'm waiting for someone to just like come change my life. Yeah. Mm. Rather it's like, than, but
1: only you can prevent force. Yeah. Lives. Rather
2: than like God, like change, sometimes he changes circumstances, but a lot of times for me, it's like, changes my heart and mind. And then I take a step that actually mm-hmm. changes it. Like normally it's not that things get better. I think yes. that's what we think. Yes. We think when things get better, oh, I'll yeah. feel like the, better. Like the circumstances. Yeah. Changes. Yes, when circumstances change, yep. I'll feel better. But in reality, it's like, no, when I do something different, it's gonna change my mind. It's gonna change my circumstances eventually, mm-hmm. but really it's gonna change my mind. Yeah, yes. it is That's
3: an interesting point about circumstance because that something i was thinking about and i was thinking about this topic today like the same circumstance could happen to like a bunch of different people and everyone could react completely differently because Mm, yeah everyone has different experiences different backgrounds different temperaments that are going to form you and your your unique set of beliefs about yourself and about the world and because of it's more about what you believe about those circumstances Mm. like Like you could be struggling. I feel like I always think of postpartum because it's like tender time mentally. You could be struggling postpartum and you could maybe have a really good support system and you're able to believe like, this is just a hard time. Everyone goes through this, like I can do this. Or you might think I'm I'm failing. Everyone else around me is having a great time, but I'm just a bad mom or I'm not capable enough. It's like the beliefs that you have about yourself that are sort of informing that experience and making it very, very Mm. hard. Yeah, Like because of, because of your unique experience and how you've been formed. And one of the things too that I also think of is, I think one of the most profound mental health things that I have come to believe is that it's never just nothing. And I think this is something a lot of people start out with in their mental health journey. Yeah. They're like, you know, I'm really depressed and literally for no reason, like nothing happened. I just am, or like, oh, like I'm having all these mental health struggles, but like, there isn't a reason. It's just like, I'm just like really down or whatever. I'm anxious for no I, reason. I don't believe that. I really mm-hmm. don't believe that anymore. In my in my experience, no. and maybe some people disagree with that. I think it's really more a matter of how in touch with yourself you are, because I swear that it's, it's not nothing. Like if you're having, if you're really struggling with your mental health that day, I guarantee something happened recently that triggered a thought or a belief or something in you that like made you feel really down or really hopeless or really scared or anxious. Like if you dig back in and really try to understand where was the root of this? Our mom would always say you got to get to the source of the smell (laughs) when we were cleaning the house. Like if something smelled bad, it's like you can't just keep spraying Febreze all around. You have to take the trash out or you have to get into your fridge and pull out the moldy food and throw it away. Mm. It's the same thing with your mental health. You can't just keep like,
0: I don't know. I feel like you're just pretending
3: that, that things are fine or like, Oh, nothing happened. I don't know why. It's like, no, something probably happened and there is a situation. There is something that like, connected with that part of you that's really struggling or a belief or a shame or something. Mm-hmm. And getting to the source of that to me is always like, I don't know, I'll, like even just getting in the shower, that was actually me this morning when I was having a really hard conversation and I walked away, and I took a shower and I was like, why am I? Why was that so hard for me? What What was it that we were talking about that really made me feel triggered? And as I started mm-hmm. reflecting on it, I was like, oh, that sentence and that sentence made me think of this. And then that made me think of this belief. And I was able to kind of analyze it a little bit to get to the root of it. And then I was able to come back with my husband and talk to him and be like, oh, that was really hard for me to talk about because of this. And even just the moment that I identified it and I had a clearer picture of why, Oof. I already felt a bit of weight, not that it was perfectly resolved, but a little bit of weight lifted off my shoulder. And it takes a minute, uh, longer than a minute, it takes a while for the fog to clear. But if you can identify the source of the smell, <laughs> so to speak, That will help you a lot in like, what do I do with this feeling or this thing that I'm struggling with?
1: I've been thinking a lot about the difference for me between like, when I'm just like, struggling versus when I go into a depression because mm-hmm. I don't go into a depression every time life is hard every time like yeah. there's an issue mm-hmm. and yeah. what I realize is that the difference for me and I'm like this is like really like complicated thing so I'll try to make it simple but I don't know if it will get everything across but okay it's like what you're saying about how like something triggers me and it's like, and it's something that triggers like a very old wound, mm-hmm. not something that I have an easy time working through. Something mm-hmm. that's like really deep thing that I'm like, mm-hmm. I haven't really gone there yet. Haven't really shined the light on this box in the basement yet. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, there's a child outside of my room who's banging on the door screaming like, I'm in pain, I'm upset, like yelling, Mm -hmm. yelling, yelling. And I'm like, I cannot open the door Mm -hmm. and look at this child right now. So I'm going Ah. to blast music in Mm -hmm. my room so I can't hear the child. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I have to like basically turn everything up all the way to avoid hearing the screaming, which in turn makes me Checked out from everything because, in order Mm. to participate in reality, I would have to open the door Mm. and hear what this child is screaming at me. Wow. And I'm like, I can't deal with that. And then that's the second problem is that it's the giving up versus what I would call the eye of the tiger for myself. Mm. Yes, I know exactly. It's when I give up for a time and i'm like i can't do this because of the child screaming and banging on the door all the time i'm like and it's like i didn't realize that was really what was happening until recently Mm. but it's like i can't do basic tasks i can't i don't have any Mm. goals any dreams anything i'm looking forward to because anything that i do that's not just completely numbing myself right now would require me to face Mm -hmm. this really painful thing and i am incapable of doing it so it's like i can't do anything because i can't face myself Mm -hmm. so Mm wow it's that like i can't mentality that you're talking about right at the beginning and it's like the difference between me going to like a depressive episode versus just like having a hard time and dealing with some painful things and like working through the past Mm. is if i can keep that like fighter mentality or not yes Mm -hmm. and it's like that's kind of what i was talking about like on the walk that i went on this week that I got the eye of the tiger back. And I'm trying to put into words what the eye of the tiger is to me, because I don't know if everyone feels that though, or if it's more just me. I know you know what I mean. But it's like- I feel like it's a one second shift. It happens in one second. It's like I was walking and I put on my positivity playlist. (laughs) And and I was just like, I, i am done with this i am not just gonna be some loser that's gonna do nothing and it's like i think what it is is it's for me like deciding that pain and sacrifice is worth it for a greater good that's what it is i'm like and it's like i can handle going through this hard thing for these greater goods in life, instead of being like, mm-hmm. there's no greater good, I can't handle anything. And that's what's mm. so difficult, though, because in the depression, it's like, I can't see the greater goods. Yeah. I'm like, I can't handle the child screaming at me, banging on the door. So I can't see that. But for me, I think what gives me like the eye of the tiger back is seeing like, what i'm going through as like a sacrifice for something greater of like Mm -hmm. i can actually fight like feeling this way and like do the things i need to do to take care of myself like Mm -hmm. i can actually wake up tomorrow morning with an alarm and (laughs) go on a walk Mm -hmm. and do like little things to take care of myself so i don't know if that makes sense but it's just like i guess yeah there's a couple points here number one it's like me trying to turn up the volume to avoid what I'm really feeling. Yes. Two, it's deciding to give up on yourself or to like actually have that like rocky moment, like the montage in the rocky. Gonna movie. watch Rocky? That's what it is. Recent, like last week I, I was like, I'm to watch Rocky. And it's like you have to keep the rocky montage moment in mm. your mind or else you will, well, me. I don't know about you, will just go into this, like, I can't do anything. And then the other thing, though, (laughs) that's so hard is that there's also such negative self-talk that it's like, I can't, like, get the motivation to do anything that's helpful for me Mm. if I don't feel like I deserve it and oh, that's what that makes and sense. it's so crazy though because mm. that those thoughts are what i'm avoiding i'm avoiding the feeling of i don't deserve to feel mm. better i don't deserve anything oh, no one cares about me blah 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 blah, blah. Mm. i'm avoiding all of those thoughts but the child is still screaming and they're like subconscious background noise in my head of like you don't deserve anything you're a loser blah 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 so it's like it feeds in on itself and it's like if i would actually face those thoughts and then explain to myself why that's not true then i would have the motivation to do all these things but i don't have the motivation to face them and tell myself it's not true because Mm -hmm. it's so hard and i'm so tired well and
2: when you do when you're in that place right Um, I love this like, is this a metaphor? Yeah, I love it. When you're in, okay, after the the child screaming and all that and then like everything's kind of going wrong, it's like when you're doing like things in your life and you're kind of like, flopping and everything or it's yeah. yes, not it that makes good it worse. Like, then I don't
1: do anything
2: good it becomes your new reality mm. is like I'm screwing everything up or just things aren't I'm going well loser. for me and it's like I'm helpless I'm powerless I can't change anything yeah. and that becomes like after a few days and then a few weeks of that mm-hmm. it just becomes like your reality like I was picturing once that first part happens then once the second part happens of things kind of not going well then mm. it's like I would say the depression thoughts is like this huge heavy chain that goes on you, and it's all these thoughts every day of like yeah see you can't do it see you can't change anything see things won't get better and everything you do is so heavy and yes. so difficult because mm-hmm. doing any task while simultaneously first feeling the weight of the exhaustion that you're it's you're, it's so exhausting trying to I- ignore the the child screaming yes. at you yes. so it's like the exhaustion of that plus the constant thoughts of like see this isn't going to go well or see that was screwed up or see it's just the c it's yes, not good it cements mm-hmm. everything you that. try yes. to do is like it's like any task it's just so difficult you don't even want to sing you just don't want to hear you don't want to hear that voice again telling you how much you screwed up again or how
1: mm-hmm. incapable you really are it's like you can't do something to make yourself feel better because it's like I cannot handle the crushing pain of failing at something right now, of like yeah, yeah. trying to do something, you're and like, then i, can't I have not another it.
2: I cannot have another failure. I, yeah. I just can't. I get that. So
1: you just give up on everything. Yeah. In the
2: moment, I'm curious what everyone else's thought, like pattern is. So you're saying a big one for you is like, I don't deserve whatever. Yeah. For me, It's more, I see you are helpless. You are completely helpless and you cannot change anything. See, you just tried really hard. You just put a ton of energy into that and nothing changed. That's my Mm. ultimate nightmare. It's like, you are powerless. Nothing changed when you did that. It's like, you are just a speck of dust in this world and nothing you do will make a difference. What about you guys? What hits you the hardest do you think? Mm. What's your like, what's that thing that gets you down?
3: um i feel like for me it's it's more of like and i it's interesting to hear you talk about this because i really do think anxiety and depression are very it's like two heads of the same coin yeah Mm -hmm. but they're they present so differently and i was thinking like when i start to feel those really dark feelings of like oh the child is screaming and pounding on the door like i feel like my my go-to is more of an action-oriented thing that's very rooted in anxiety that also is related to this thought of worthlessness. It's like Mm. feeling like you're so afraid of becoming the worst version of yourself. And you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm slipping into like this unlovable person or this person that's like, just all these things that you don't wanna be. Mm. And so you're like, I need to make a plan and change my life so that I can be good enough to like avoid Cause I feel like mm. I feel like there is part of it mm-hmm. with the depression that I've experienced where it's like I'm really afraid that I'm never gonna feel joy again in my life, or I'm never mm-hmm. gonna feel good, or I'm never gonna feel like excited about anything. But for me it's it it very quickly morphs and I think that really goes hand in hand with me having an eating disorder. Like I need to do all this stuff and be mm-hmm. striving all the time, and if I'm not like running on the treadmill like like not literally but figuratively just like doing everything i will never outrun this fear of like and then when i actually start to face that fear of that dark feeling it really is a feeling of not being good enough feeling worthless Mm. feeling like unlove unlovable and i'm afraid that i'm morphing into the person that is going to be a failure that everyone Mm. runs you know that that deepest like is your guys
1: really similar do you feel like well no, because I don't do anything. I just lay oh, there. Oh, it's like
2: kind of opposite. Like, yeah. for the same, yeah. It's like the same yeah, but like opposite. For me, turning yeah. up
1: the noise is not doing anything. Interesting. It's turning up the TV. No, yeah. Yes. Oh, and laying there. Yeah, see,
3: I'm terrified of that. I'm I'm yeah, so opposite, like getting, getting mono really revealed that to me because I literally could not leave my house for like two months. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, the anxiety was so high because I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to be alone. I don't wanna be alone with my thoughts. What if it gets really dark? What if I get scared? Like, and it did at mm. first, but then it actually wasn't as bad. And it was actually, it makes me wanna cry. It was mm. actually very healing to be like, mm. it's really not as scary as you think. Like you're not someone that you have to be afraid of. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you really are like, like being with yourself alone is actually not as bad as you think. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's not something you have to be afraid of if you are like an anxiety person that's like, I'm just gonna like mm. do a million things and never be home and like always be talking to someone yep. and always be listening to something because I don't want to think about my thoughts or like be alone with myself. Mm. I'm I'm still kind of scared of like being alone and being still. Like that's, mm. cause I'm like, what if, it's definitely better now, mm. but it's still times where I'm like,
2: what if it gets really dark or I feel scared or alone or like, that self,
3: I don't know, self worth, worthlessness or
2: whatever. Yeah. Okay. I feel I felt both those different ones. If not the same, I don't feel the, some reason. Yeah. Mine's really rooted more in like, like help, helpless, like alone, alone, abandoned Mm -hmm. and helpless. That's my biggest thing, but I can really relate to both of those of, Like you're so scared to have to listen to what's going on. And then the other one of being so terrified to do one thing because you you don't have like the bandwidth to handle one tiny little, that's especially I fell in postpartum. It's like, I don't want to try a a new nap schedule. Like, Like I had so little to work with. I'm like, we can't make the switch to the nap schedule, we can't make, I can't try to put them down for another nap. And like, what if he doesn't, whatever. I can't try a new food with him. What if he doesn't eat any throws in the ground? It's like, then you sweep it up. Be like, I don't have the energy to think about sweeping this up right now, which mm-hmm. that sounds, it sounds like so easy if you haven't been through it, but it's like, you're so burnt out. You don't even have the energy to think about having to sweep something up. So you're like, <laughs> I'm just gonna give him the same food I've given yeah. 15 days in a row. I don't know, something like mm-hmm. that. What about you, Amy, would you say? Hits you the I most.
0: don't know because it's well hot. I do um, it's a lot of different things because like the times that I've had the worst crashes or like because I've lived a lot of life I think with like a, a depression that I can function highly through mm-hmm. so like it doesn't quite a- affect my actions but it's just like my life is like blah and sad and like feeling like I can't really feel much but I the times where I've had the worst crashes where like I can't even put on shoes. That's when I know it's real bad. Like I'm like, Mm. I don't have the energy to put on shoes right now. Mm. I will go to work barefoot in my pajamas. I can't put on shoes. Wow, we all have different Mm. telltales. Putting on shoes seems like the worst activity I could ever do. Wait, I'm trying Mm. to think of what mine is. Like in that, I don't, I like remember feeling that so badly. Like I can't put on shoes. Mm. That is interesting. It's like when I'm in that, it's like something that is triggered by the childhood thing and it's always like this deep, deep, deep loss of all hope and all reality. And like the feeling that the entire world has just like turned against me. Mm-hmm. So it's like I can't do anything. Rejected. I'm gonna be helpless forever. I'm on my own fully. Alone. And like life is never gonna get better. It's never gonna mm-hmm. be better. I mean that's so kind of the same I thing. I can't I'm even saying. put on shoes. Mm-hmm. Like what's the point of putting on shoes? Mm-hmm. The world hates me already. So, like, why do I need to? Yes,
1: and I think we both isolate in that too. Yes, because it's like if I see a person, I will just cry. Well, and I get one tiny fleck of a rejection mm. I will die yes I can't do that like yes. like I don't do like oh let me like
0: avoid by being around other people I'm like no, no I can't
1: see other I people because they will kill me
0: deeply <laughs> burrow into like television I lay yeah. in my bed I like anything that's like it's like this triggering of either it can be like a really long like episode of ruminating OCD tendencies or like a depression tendency, but like, I will just lay in my bed and I can't get out. Or like, I will be watching TikTok until like two in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I put this phone down right now, I will die.
1: Yeah, literally laying
0: there with one eye open. Yes. And I am like, I can't put it down and turn on. And then I'm like, okay, you gotta do it. So then I do it. But yeah. that's how I like, that's where I get into the hardest times. And I remember mm. one time I had a walk and this was right after one of the absolute worst ones where I couldn't put on shoes. Cause that shoe time has only happened a few times. And that's like the worst points of my entire existence. Mm-hmm. And I heard something in a Father Mike Schmidt's homily. And it was a man can do any what if he has a greater why. And oh. I was like, mm. oh my gosh, I can do anything if I have a greater why than what I'm doing. Mm. So I'm like, okay, I can like, Even if the entire world hates me and everyone hates me and everything's sad and dark and I can't trust anything or anyone, like if my why is that I just need to keep going just to like keep living because I'm alive, like that's the why. Like I can keep going because I'm here and I'm just gonna keep walking. Mm. But like if I can think of a greater why, I can do a what?
3: Mm.
0: Like if I can think of a greater why then
3: why I should stay in bed, I can get out of bed. That's really interesting. You mother, mentioned Father Mike Schmitz because there wow. has so been interests. so many times where I feel like I'm hitting a really low low. When you search and the, his YouTube videos, no, not oh, him I actually. If I do that. <laughs> I mean, I do sometimes his videos. But I do that. I always He's search so Ascension Presents. Yes. yes, yes. And I love watching the Friars. That's I'm where like, I got the one oh. in the bathtub. <laughs> yes, they are like, and I feel like it's it's. I think that's something I love about being Catholic is like there is such an emphasis on suffering, suffering has meaning. And yes. when you are suffering, it's like such a great reminder of like, oh, Christ really suffered and I am not alone. And like, it's not like he was this perfect, flashy Instagram guy or whatever. It was like, <laughs> no, he really suffered and I'm suffering a lot. And he like wept for like yes. the people that he loved that were suffering. And yeah. and I'm one of those people. And like, it's like, he was yeah. out
0: there sweating blood and being like, I don't wanna do this. Yeah. That's and he not- did it. It's really it's a good
2: reminder. Not always that we need to like erase the suffering, which w- is what you feel like in the moment. Yes. Yeah. But really what happens is you get a greater why, you have like a mindset shift and suddenly you can just go through the suffering. Yeah. And it's and like
1: suffering well. It's and weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah, it's yeah. You you're yeah. still suffering, but somehow you're not. It's kind of weird. You're suffering but you're not suffering at the same time. I don't know. Yes. I know yeah. yeah. you, you are. Like, you the
1: you're dealing with it. Actually, you're facing yes. it. You're working through it. Yeah. You're not telling telling yourself, I'm a loser, I deserve yeah, nothing, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And you're like actually facing it. And it's like, you have hope that you'll get through it. Yes. Yeah. I read. This, hope is
0: the thing here. I don't remember if I read or heard, but somehow I heard from somewhere, some source. And it was like, Jesus could have just stopped at any time. He could have just up and died at any time for the cross. Like he was being whipped, lost a lot of blood. Like oh. he could have just stopped. He didn't need to do all of that but like he kept going
1: all Mm. the way
0: until he literally was crucified and stabbed by spear. Like he did all of that. And I think partially because he knew that we were gonna have to do it. Mm. Like it's the most human thing I've ever seen is the crucifixion, like, and the resurrection afterwards is because if Jesus just died, I don't yeah. If he just died and there was nothing after that, yeah, we're like, What do you know about suffering? (laughs) Exactly. But like it's the redemption and the resurrection on third day. And that concept happens in life all of the time. Even if you don't believe in Christianity and things, like things are redeemed all Mm -hmm. the time. No matter how bad, how horrible. All of life is a giant cycle of death and rebirth. That's Mm -hmm. the entire thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like we are trudging along on this path and we're going through a lot but like it's all making us like more resilient Mm. and the most sad things i've ever heard of and i've heard of this many times is like when people just get knocked down and they just never give up up they live the rest of their lives on the floor i have heard of this many many times Mm. about many people that i have known or know of like they just lived the rest of their life down. They never got over that thing that hit them hard. They never kept going. They couldn't even like crawl anymore. They were just like, this is me and I give up. This is my life forever.
2: We should talk about then perfectly going off of that about the choice of hope, which I feel like it can hit you a little wrong sometimes. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you're in that depressed kind of place right now, if you're in a rough place, sometimes, speaking to the people who it hits wrong, I just want to speak to you and then we'll just jump into it. We've talked about this before, but sometimes that could hit you wrong. Like, and some of you are probably like, yeah, totally. And some of you are probably like, what? Sometimes it can be like, what, what do you mean? This is a choice, which not saying where you're at in the, in the dark place is a choice, but mm-hmm. saying this one simple concept, which is hope is a Choice, mm-hmm. So it's something that you can tune out and ignore and say, nope. And then it's something that we've all experienced. It's something that you can in one second be like, yes. And then suddenly your whole mindset changes. It just takes one second. Mm-hmm. Like mindset shifts are not like over months and months and months. No. And then you slowly changed. It's not like that all the time. Sometimes that happens, but oftentimes it's literally one second and it's one verse that you heard a quote yeah. a song line something you saw it's just something you thought yes. of. it's weird yeah, just something, one, a to yeah, yeah, something a friend said to you yeah something a friend said to you something so simple one you hear one sentence or you say one sentence to yourself and suddenly it opens yeah up. you're yeah. like literally one sentence away from a complete mindset shift mm-hmm. and from choosing
1: hope And I think that I have had that happen so many times where it's like something like gave me hope. And then I learn how to choose it for myself where I don't need something to bring it to me. And the way that I've kind of conceptualized it, I guess, is like, okay, I don't know what's gonna happen. I can't tell the future. I have no clue what's gonna happen. So I can't know that it's gonna be bad forever. Mm. I can't know that. And how many times in my life has something I could never have predicted happened?
0: Yes. Like, so many. So COVID. that's what I
1: think. Yeah, yes. I'm like, of I it. have no idea what the future is. So I can't say it's all bad. And so many times something really good has happened so randomly
0: that I can't just discount that. That was yes. real. And it's in both ways. Okay, I have two thoughts. Number one. Hope, choosing to hope does not mean that you're choosing to believe that your situation is good. That is not right. That's no, not no. right. That's just like lying to yourself. Toxic positivity. Yes. You're like, your I feel great right now. Probably can. It sucks. You're like, wherever. I'm so glad I just if lost you're my in job. in this place, it sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's not good. They're like, let's, let's realize that. Like, yes, it's horrible right now. But hope just means something greater can happen.
1: It means you believe in a possibility possibility of the future. Yes. It doesn't mean you know what's gonna happen. It just means it is possible for me to find a way out. That's literally it.
0: Even if you don't know what it is, can't see anything. And I have ruined so many moments of my life, so many times of my life, had difficult times, because I'm doing one of two things. Number one is broadcasting, planning for bad things that I think are going to happen or hard things I think are going to happen as if I can plan and express them beforehand, (laughs) then it'll make it easier when it happens. But that doesn't help at all. Mm -hmm. Like I will spend so much time and give myself so much pain by trying to be like, okay, what's going to happen? How am I going to deal with it? How am I going to deal with it? How am I going to deal with it? It doesn't help actually and then the second thing is in good times being like this is gonna end this is gonna end this all gonna end," Mm -hmm. and both of those things are life ruiners it's the practice of being where you are that Mm -hmm. gives you hope because you can't live in the future because you have no idea what the future is yeah and when we live in the future We give ourselves more depression and have a worse time because we're like, this right here, where I am, this bad place, which, yeah, it sucks, is the future, too. But it's actually not the future. It's today. it's just right now. It's this minute. It's this hour. It's whatever. But it's not tomorrow yet. It's not next day yet. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't know where you're going to make a change or when the change is going to come. But it will come if you can keep your mind open to the possibility that it can change. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. I want, I thought
3: of something kind of in the middle of when you guys were talking about connection and how Mm -hmm. I know for me, and I know we've kind of all mentioned this in different ways. Like when you're, when you're in a really low point, you feel really alone and you feel like, and I know for me, like I've, I think I've shared this before. Like I can remember specific times of having like a really bad panic attack and sitting on the floor in my room and like scrolling through my contacts and being like, I really want to reach out to someone, but I don't feel like anyone would understand or like, oh, that person Mm -hmm. would judge me. That person's probably not available. That person, they wouldn't get it. That person would say something that would be like, it just doesn't feel safe to share, Mm
1: -hmm. which is
3: totally like I've been there and I know that feeling, but I guarantee that there's someone out there, especially if you pray about it. I usually just say a quick prayer, like God, I know I need to reach out to someone, please just like give me the courage and just get put someone in my mind. Like just someone that I could just text really quick. Like, I don't even have to call them because that might be too much. Just be like, Hey, I'm really struggling. If you could like say a prayer for me. And usually people will pray for you. And they, a lot of times will be like, do you want to talk? And them offering that will be like an open door. And I think like the thing with like TV and I know like a lot of people podcasts, like we seek these things because we want connection and it's, and when you're finding yourself watching a lot of TV, it's because you like watching people have a relationship and talk with people and connect, Mm -hmm. but it feels really scary or unsafe in that current state to do that. So I think you should take that as a sign, like don't beat yourself up for it because it's very normal. Everyone goes through that a lot of times where they want to connect, but they feel really disconnected. But take that as a sign that you should reach out and like kind of going back to what you were saying about like, you know, I can't change the nap or whatever. It's like, that's a really good example. I was reading something today that struck me about, again, postpartum, I always think of that such a great, it's such a great metaphor for like fragile mental health because it's such a, (laughs) it is, I mean, really,
2: it's a fragile time. In every way. Yeah, you're sleep
3: deprived, your body is kind of beat up and you just had a baby and you're like, it's very emotional, a lot of things. But it really applies to these other situations when you've hit a low. And something she said in the book, I was like, She was like, when you're having trouble with breastfeeding, it's great to call a lactation consultant because not only do they like have a lot of knowledge on this, but they also have slept. You haven't. It's it's really easy to come to these irrational conclusions. When you haven't slept. And that applies to this mental stuff. And it's like, when you are going through a really hard mental time, it feels like Everything, like you have those foggy glasses you can't really see, and it can be so helpful to talk to someone who can give you a perspective. So that thing that you're avoiding, like I just wanna watch TV because I don't wanna talk to anyone. Okay, maybe watch a few shows, but like tell yourself you're gonna send just one text or like just Mm -hmm. one little message because you do need to talk to someone and they're not gonna be annoyed and they're not gonna think you're a burden. They're not gonna judge you. Like just say a prayer, God will show you the person. And I've done that a million times and every time I'm so relieved that I did it and I felt so much better. So just, mm-hmm. just reach out. That's something that I thought of.
0: Thanks for listening to the Cimarelli podcast. To hear the rest of this episode, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash where we post every episode in full. You can also watch all of our past seasons and Patreon-only episodes when you become a patron. You've been listening to The Cimarelli Podcast. Follow Cimarelli on Spotify and subscribe on YouTube. You can also find Cimarelli on Facebook and Instagram.